Welcome to the Eye of Terror. I'm your host, George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. Okay, uh, we have the new Iron Hands Codex, and we're going to be talking a lot about that today and how that fared against a fairly strong Astro Militarum army. Fairly strong. Yeah. Fairly strong. <laughs> fairly strong. Fairly strong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but of course, we always start off with hobby progress. I was working on gene stealers. Mm-hmm. Have finished all the gene stealers. All of them. All the ones we had. The ones that we had from the um, what's that Warhammer game? The one with the Terminators, Space Hulk. Space Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, that's Space what Hulk. we got. All, our the, gene all the gene stealers. stealers yeah. But they're done in their fleshy weirdness. They look very creepy. Yes, they do. Ah, uh, they you you made them like the originals have like this very. Uh, not cell shaded look, but they certainly look a bit more alien. You gave them human flesh tones. I did, <laughs> uh, just to looks, make them more creepy. It looks uh, like body horror. Yep, that's what I was going for. Very David Cronenberg did kind they, of creatures. I, I don't know. Maybe the Death Guard changed something in you. I don't think you'd have gone for that. I know. Ever since I I painted the Death Guard, I, I've sort of have now. I've gone away from like avoiding the ickiness of 40k to like, oh, how can I make this even more disturbing? You're, you're leaning into the Cronenberg <laughs> sure. of it all. Sure. Oh, got to have my fun somehow. All right. So those guys are done. Um, yeah. Now that I've got, I've got some thousand sun terminators. I'm really trying to finish and they're all done except for, I just have to finish the bases. But apart from that, they're just yeah. going to be done. My next project was going to be sisters of battle. It was. What yeah. happened? What okay, as of, as of today, the uh, this weekend was the first weekend you can order, pre-order the Sisters of Battle Battle Box. Yep. However, um, I had put in my order, like, it, when word got out earlier in the week that you could start ordering Sisters of Battle, mm-hmm. I called my friendly local game store. Yes. Called my contact there, except I waited till Wednesday to do that. And apparently everybody called like on Monday and got themselves on the list first ahead of me. So all all the game stores are going to get a limited amount of these battle boxes. There's heavy demand for this Sisters of Battle army, right? Apparently Next Gen Games, which is our game store. Yep. They only could get their hands on seven boxes. So I'm number eight oh. on that list. Um, <laughs> I was number eight. Yeah, well. So un- unfortunately, though, um, um, Jeremy, who's a good friend of ours and, you know, good guy, he told me he was going to be able to get me a battle box. But as it turned out, when he double checked with Games Workshop or his distributor, they were only able to get seven boxes. So I am out of luck. And he was, he, unfortunately, his, his he, he told me that the day after the official games workshop list, you know, online list had opened up. So the moment the pre-orders went live on games workshop, Citrus of battle battle boxes sold out within 10 minutes around the world. <laughs> Completely sold out. Yeah. Okay. If you go now to try to order a battle box, it'll just say this, this uh, item is currently unavailable on the web on games workshop site. Yep. So that's what I ran into this weekend. Um, in essence, I'm not. We're not getting a, at least on the first go round. Unless one of those uh, seven people drops dead, I don't think we're going to get a battle. There's an idea. Oh. <laughs> yeah, their names. Yeah, <laughs> the names are on Facebook, <laughs> so I can you have easily the track them down. It's right there. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I, I did look on eBay, and it turns out that um, if you're willing to spend three hundred dollars. Three hundred. Oh, on what normally would have been a two hundred dollar box, somebody will be more than happy to provide. You know, your sisters a battle for you. All right. Sure. Yeah. So I'm I, I'm disinclined to reward those kind of people. For whatever reason, yeah, I can't get really behind that. Me neither. Either. Yeah, not, right. my, not my thing. Well, I, I don't want to do that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for either the second wave wave or um or just the frenzy. To settle down and yeah. then look on eBay or look, you know, hopefully have uh, Kim Workshop restock their their retailers. Might be a while. I mean, this thing is it's been gonna be a while. 
years in the making, at least in terms I know. of anticipation and build up for this. And I, I, exactly, it's been years. It's been if not a decade of people trying to get their hands on this, and all these new models are awesome. Uh, it's great. not just the ones in the battle box, which are great, but yes. all these other specialized characters that have come out. You know, the canonesses and yep. the geologists and all of them, just ugh, so good. They look at the, I mean, it's exactly uh, what I wanted in regards to. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's a battle. It's it's the scissors of battle we all wanted. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's, and obviously we're all responding because we're all buying them. But yeah, it's great. It's yeah. exactly it's exactly what I um, think. That's it's leaning into 40k's aesthetic, uh, and I think that a lot of the recent Space Marine releases have been shying away into more generic sci-fi territory, uh, which is I don't know. I haven't been fond of it. Uh, right, you don't like the new the tactical look of the Phobos armor of the Space Marines, right? Yeah, you don't no, like that like they the, look the, like the the floaty uh, sort of Teletubby yeah. design of the new sort of I guess assault type Marines or the floating tanks. I'm just not. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like Space Marines. There's this, there's certain um, Baroque quality mm-hmm. uh, that's just kind of gone. And they're moving more into more realistic, tough looking. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not 40K. I mean, like that, that's fine. You can yeah, do that. That sure. belongs in its own. I just, I just don't think that's 40K. And I think uh, Sisters of Battle is sort of leaning into that, uh, leaning into the more Baroque. Sure. High Gothic weirdness that yeah. I love, that I love the game for. Right. That, that battle pulpit. Oh, it's so good. That's <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. That floating the, battle pulpit. Yeah. The giant <laughs> battle pulpit. It's got like, like a marble eagle engraved into each step. Yeah. It's got little flamers on the bottom. Great. So, somebody put, um, like, uh, night legs on that thing. <laughs> go there and fixed it for you. <laughs> ridiculous but it was awesome it was on yeah. instagram that that's was, good that was that's great good. but yeah i definitely want to get a battle pulpit absolutely <laughs> that's why, great. Who, who the want floating battle pulpit here he comes here here she comes yeah <laughs> uh sadly though and we're not going to be able to get a, at Holy least at least for now boy. not get our hands on our sisters of, of a battle army so sadly um so i have to pick a new a new topic a new um a new project for my my hobby. I, I've been itching to do something that was more vehicle oriented. Mm. So um, I, I may be building some more tanks or something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, well see. You got, I, I have some kits. I have, I have kits. plenty of unopened boxes. Yeah. I have plenty of kits. So you could, I mean, look, just look through them. See if anything catches your eye. I'm probably going to build a main blade. Oh, I've been. I was looking through Reddit's, uh, one of the Warhammer subreddits, and there was this beautiful looking Bane blade someone did, and I'm like, oh, I have an, I have an unopened Bane blade. Bane blade box. That yeah, that'd be I great. That, Not that I would often use a Bane blade, but it, in terms of hobbying, it just would look awesome. It would look cool. It would nice look cool. But we have a, st- a, a storm lord that looks great. We do have a storm lord, and we right. have made use of that. We do make make use of that fairly often. Yeah, pretty. I mean, from the one of the ultra heavies. Yeah, right. We we use it. It was it was centrally. Uh, it played a central role in the um, Joe Carrot War. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> it was, Mutilators. Yeah. The Mutilators versus Joe Carrot's individual <laughs> mutilators. Not even a unit. Un- right, just and the Joe Carrot's came in a storm lord. Storm lord shooting the last cannons out. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that was, that was okay. So anyway, so maybe work on that. Yeah. Oh, that or maybe work on some terrain of some kind. I have lots of terrain, but you do have lots of terrain. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna work on the bane blade then. That that's what I that's what I'm committing to right now. Bane blade. Bane blade. Bane blade. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's that. Um, com- uh, coming up. Um, pretty soon is um psychic fury. Yes. Or Psychic Awakening. Oh, Fury, Psychic, not Fury. Faith and Fury. Psychic Awakening, Faith and Fury. The new the new sort of, you know, campaign release from Games Workshop for yeah. 40K. Yeah. It's, it's going to give new, a whole bunch of new rules to Chaos Marines. Uh, like each Marines. of the chapters are getting their own sets yeah. of stratagems, rules, relics, the whole warlord traits, the whole thing. I'm hi- Yes, I'm happy about that. The Iron Warriors, the Night Lords, Alpha Legion... They're all getting stuff. All getting new. We're yeah. bears, world eaters. They're getting their special stuff. It, it's it's the uh, yeah. It's those guys. It's Black Templars, and it's Eldar, right? Yeah. So yeah. Eldar, Black Templars, 
they're also getting special rules for this because they're somehow embroiled in the conflict. Some what's going on? What's the deal with this one? What's uh? I, it's a psychic awakening of some kind. I don't know. Maybe maybe I, suddenly there's going to be all kinds of psychers all over the Imperium. I I know I know I think I don't know the story yet. There was like a prediction. That there was going to be like a psychic awakening. I know that's like a major point in Florida. One of the one of the many things that can go horribly wrong in the world of 40k, right, is to have another major psychic awakening. Yes, because uh, like, just like raw wild psychers, yeah, like in all just suddenly are like kind of going insane and then just unleashing their psychic powers on the populace, no, but on a massive scale. On a massive, yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, that's a problem. That's how you get demons. Yeah, that's how you get demons. <laughs> that's how you get demons. Exactly. Oh, I see your problem. <laughs> you got, you got, you got too many. You got your psychers here. You got, you got too psychers. many psychers. Open up yeah, portals yeah. to the war. Time to start shooting some psychers. I'll get the kit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mark all the black ships. <laughs> Yeah, may as well, they may as well do some good in, in the Imperium. Um, yeah, so that's I think the pre-orders are um, this weekend, the right. 23rd of November, and then um, they'll be available after that. The campaign book, uh, it's kind of a must get if yeah, you play well, it's, if it's, you play Chaos. You know, this is going to be a must get, yeah, and yeah. It, it's going to move the story, story forward, forward in 40k, which we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, the last time it was Mortarian. Uh, I think is when yeah. the story moved forward. Yeah. I don't really know what's been going on since then. Me, me neither. I mean, Rabuti Gilliman announced this new sort of like, hey, let's go reconquer the Imperium again. Is this, is he, did he pull a soft coup? I, no, he just kind of like said, you know, looked around, hey, I don't see any other Primarchs hanging sure, around. Sure, I'll, I'll be the guy. I'll, I'll be the guy. And <laughs> the administrator was like, oh, sure, sure, whatever. Why? Okay. And then mechanic is like, how about some new space marines? And he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <Why not? Okay. laughs> so it kind of took a weight of its own. <laughs> yeah. So everyone kind of like went along. Yeah. But it kind of force a will. I mean, how do you say no he's a giant, to Robute? To giant. Uh, <laughs> to giant a flame man. wielding, yeah. flame sword wielding guy. Son okay. of the Primarch. He's I'm the son of the that's emperor. That's literally the emperor's sword, right? That's the yeah. whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Like, how do you say no to that guy? That's, right, especially when Belisarius Call went through all the trouble of bringing him back, and then he built all these new space marines for him. I still don't know whether or not how, what his reaction was to that religion's a thing, and I yeah, I think he's just it's pragmatic. In a book At this point, it's got to be in a book somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. We have, I haven't read through the lore, so I can't tell you. There's gotta have been a recent novel or something where he went, "What the hell?" Something. Yeah. Okay, so I just finished reading um, the Master of Mankind. Uh, which is by Aaron Dembski Bowden, and it's um it's kind of a telling of the the fight for the webway as oh, yeah. as the chaos forces use the webway as a way to somehow find a way onto Terra, and how the Imperium forces who who didn't create the webway but are more like discovering it and are trying to navigate it. Um, are setting up their defenses, which is kind of a losing battle because the Immaterium is kind of like all over the place. Yeah. And it's just demons upon demons upon demons are just coming in and just overwhelming the um, the forces there, including a, a large uh, contingent of, of Mechanicus sort of defenders. Okay. A lot of servitors, like automated servitors and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like the geometry of the webway is like weird and you know, like not something that the Imperium forces are used to. So they have to like discover it, navigate it, um, find out where to put their defenses. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> and it's, it's kind of like shifting and changing and they like, they don't know exactly where they necessarily are. Um, the custodies uh, feature prominently in the story. It's a, a lot of the uh, defenses are being managed by the custodies. Okay. And it's also the story of of um, how the emperor kind of like is recalling he he there's various points in time it's kind of like Westworld okay <laughs> You're like watching parallel stories the emperor is also recalling like his early days when he was first consolidating his power using thunder warriors and mm -hmm. you know kind of like overtaking the the warlords on earth 
you know, yeah, to, yeah. to unify humanity. So it's talking about how it's kind of his rise as the emperor, as the emperor and how that parallels with what's going on now. And we get a look inside the, uh, the Imperial throne room yeah, and um, the Imperial dungeon and things like that. It's, um, it's cool. It's a, it's a good story. It wasn't like the best. I think it tends to get a little too caught up, I think in the weirdness of the webway. Sure. Yeah. 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 And they also they also came up with a, there's a big bad in here. There's a oh. there's a, a demon. It's kind of uniquely frightening and weird. I don't want to ruin it. A but uniquely frightening demon. Yeah, the genesis of the demon and what it calls itself and where it sort of sprang from Does is have, kind of an interesting. Is uh, it aligned with anything or is it just? Well, it's, I mean, it's a chaos creature. Yeah, but it aligned with like it, most demons, I think, are aligned with one god. No, not really. Oh. Not really. Oh, but it's 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 quite dangerous, and its powers are like really powerful. It's super powerful. It's a really big, big. De- it's, it's a, a big threat. Big it's a big threat, demon. and it's and it's and it's making its real way buff. through the webway, just like <laughs> eating and decimating its way through it. So, <laughs> what makes anyway. it so scary? It's yeah, strong. So the, it's the master of mankind. It, um, sure. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, a, a good book, an enjoyable book. Not not um not the best I I would say but still, still unenjoyable uh, a good read. It reminds me of Did you ever hear of Malal? Uh, I've heard of Malal the god yeah the, the god that never gets mentioned anymore the, the god that never gets mentioned the fifth chaos god right the fifth chaos that god may or may not exist yeah I've heard of him but extra lore um, right kind of chaos like ultra super chaos I don't know what else to call it uh, it'd be interesting to bring him back. He seems like a fun guy. You you mention him. You seem to be obsessed by him. Well, he's kind of he's kind of got like a particularly Lovecraftian vibe to him. I mean, he's just being a sort of anarchic Bizarro. Another anarchic Bizarro force in 40k is always welcomed, especially since I don't think we've had a new non-imperial release since. Gene Stealer Cults, I want to say. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Yep. Like, I, I'm looking at the Instagram and Warhammer community is posting photos of Sisters of Battle. <laughs> There's always like a bunch of guys going, like, what about Turnins? Okay. <laughs> what about well, Turnins? <laughs> hold off on that. I keep hearing that. What about Turnins? What about Turnins? It's yeah. Sisters, they've been, it's been, okay. Yeah, relax, guys. They're coming. I'm sure We've they're We've been coming. waiting for this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Years. Yeah, it's longer, fine. longer. It's fine. Yeah, there have been updates to Tyrannids way before there have been updates to Sisters, Sisters of Battle. I know. Uh, yeah, Sisters yeah. are due. Um, okay, so the other the other thing that I've been spending some time on is um, I've been playing a lot of Mordhau, which is this yeah. uh, medieval war game where you have armies of up to 60, 32 on each side, and you've got these sort of like big sprawling battlefields and then you arm your guys with medieval weapons and send them out to fight mauls and, and swords and bill hooks, spears, and then you get to pick your armor. Everyone's got the same number of points and you allocate them among traits and armor and, and weapons. So I've been creating these troll-like characters that throw a lot of flame balls. Sure, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> right. You, you, or, or little daggers. Little daggers that barely do anything, but they disrupt other people's attacks. Yeah, you just... So I throw, throw these daggers from far away just kind of to disrupt people's attacks. Yeah, you just delight in, like, running around and annoying people. Generally. Yeah, he's like, an, I created, you know, and, and all my characters all look like the same old man. He's <laughs> like, this, like this old, really buff man. Okay. <laughs> Who's wearing this outrageous yeah. helmet. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's your thing. It's my thing. It's, it's my thing. thing. I just love. I, I you know it, it. It leads me to not you know necessarily win you know the leaderboard. I don't. But I delight. I don't do in well this. per se. <laughs> yeah. Except fun. that I have That's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun. You do have a lot of fun. That's why I play video I, games. I, 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 do, I have seen you do it, and you do have a lot of fun. I do have a lot of fun. You always have a smile on your face. Yeah. Uh, the other game I'm playing a lot is uh, Modern Warfare, the new Modern Warfare. Oh Call, yeah. Call of Duty. Call of Duty Modern, How Modern is Warfare. the new Modern Warfare? Uh, it's fantastic. It is the most slick version of of Call of Duty you've ever played. Super slick. The graphics are amazing, especially if you've got like a, a brand new graphics card. Like if you've got a new NVIDIA card that does ray tracing, mm-hmm. uh, it's awesome. You see shadows and everything. The density of the pixels is just awesome. 
It, it's completely immersive. It's awesome. Okay. What I like is that you get to pick the weapons and then customize it. And as you, the game goes on and you, you know, win more, win more rounds or get involved in more skirmishes, you get more uh, custom, customizable upgrades for your weapon. So it, it keeps you very hooked in as you're trying to make your M41A assault rifle sure. even more awesome okay by yeah. getting that particular, that particular scope add -on. or adding a, a barrel to it or you know a stock so that you can it'll be a little less jittery as you fire um it's pretty cool so it's that i've been having a lot of fun with that i'm not so good at it though all right well i'm not I mean, great but i managed to have fun because i set up claymores yeah you know what claymores are right i know what claymores are <laughs> yeah you plant them on the ground they Face in one direction. I, I remember. So, you, so I put them by doors. <laughs> I put yeah. them by door in heavy trafficked areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like and pulling down in a runaway, and you hear the explosion in the background, and you just cackle to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite fun. <laughs> yeah. You just take a great amount of delight in just ruining someone's day. <laughs> I do, because they're, they're the tro most trollish of all things that you can play in this game, right? Like yeah. if you have to shoot somebody, it just some amount of skill and then reaction time. You see them, you have to aim at them, you have to shoot them, right? And you know, make sure you know that involves a fair amount of skill. Fair skill. I'm not that skillful. So, but if you, you put a claymore so by a door, a claymore, and some guy walks it walks by, <laughs> you don't need blam, and he dies. Yeah. And and usually it's like the Kingslayer. I mean, you, I get the Kingslayer thing, which meaning it's like the top guy on uh, the opposing yeah. team. Died so that guy's on a streak. And he walks by Claymore and blam. His fault. He should have checked. <laughs> Shouldn't have walked there. You take you're, you you like to cut down you like to cut down what is it? What's that syndrome the, called? The, the tall poppy syndrome. Tall poppy syndrome. That's right. All tall no no tall poppies. No tall poppies. Every all poppies. I claim the more than tall poppies. <laughs> I do. I claim more than tall poppies. It's quite fun. So I'm having a lot of fun in Modern Warfare. So much so that I'm, I'm ignoring my Mordhau and Overwatch duties. Your Overwatch. Oh, well, they're doing another Overwatch. They're doing Overwatch, Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2 is coming out. It's going to... What is the distinguishing factors? I think it's going to be more It's going to be more narrative-driven. Oh, okay. More story-driven. It's just going to be like a like a. This is a great campaign. You know, Blizzard just so good. They, they got into the Pixar level of storytelling when it comes to those long videos that introduce new characters and introduce new games. That seems to be the appeal. Yeah, they've gotten Yeah, one, one, one of my D&D &D friends, uh, George Christick, is the lead writer for um, for Overwatch. Uh, and he's the one that's writing the scripts for these awesome videos. All right. That, that introduce the new thing. So he the the new one for the introducing Overwatch 2, you know, sees Winston... And Tracer taking on a threat in Paris of some kind. It's robots, right? Robots. Uh, yeah, it's always robots. It's always robots. Nice apolitical robots. I save. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no problem killing robots. No problem killing robots. Once yeah. you have the, the people, that's a little. Yeah, because then you're asking. Wasn't well, it like, who are are like some people? sort of allegory for like racism with like the doesn't Zenyatta like like a Gandhi? Not a Gandhi. A Gandhi for, for I guess, uh, for artificial intelligence. Yeah, yeah, sure. for artificial intelligence. Right. There's, yeah, there's some sort of, there's sort of, some sort well, of. Well, that's because there was an uprising. There was an uprising because yeah. there was, we basically built machines, like the Cylons. We built machines and then, of course, you know, treated them as second class citizens. And then they were, became sentient and they're like, and you know, give us rights. And we said, no, sorry, sorry, machines, go back to work, <laughs> keep, keep taking out the trash. And they said, um, no. Yeah. And then they started a big fight. And then Overwatch came in and said, no, no, we're here to stop this. You know what they're good? You know what? Blizzard's uh, great, not necessarily at like Pixar level storytelling. I don't, because that's like really long. Yeah. Uh, sure. Those are, those are like uh, feature length movies. They're good at short, like, like quick characterization. Right. Like you immediately get a sense of what this person's like. Uh, they have like just a few strongly defining features uh that people like yeah uh, but they evoke emotion those little stories that they do evoke yeah. some level of emotion they tug at your heartstrings in some way that makes you care a little bit about the the story or the character yeah these like yeah these nice they've, been, they've gotten really good at that i'm a very cynical stories. older guy that you know doesn't care anymore but i watch those blizzard shorts and i'm like <laughs> oh man uh, and that tugs at your heartstrings um, yeah. that, that's what gets you be raining in here. 
Yeah. Well, I don't get that with Modern Warfare. Yeah, no, you don't, I don't get, get that, that with Modern Warfare. No, no Mortal. <laughs> I don't get that with 40K. Like no one, no, no, nothing in 40K has ever made me want like get get like emotional. Get emotional? No, I, I mean, I get excited. Yeah. You know, and I like the stories, and I, I love that. Has anything ever gotten? No, like, I suppose not. Yeah. No. I, you get you can get creeped out. You can get fascinated, right? You can go. You can also get excited about the possibility of how an army's going to do, or you can enjoy a story. You know, trays on the the collector. You know. Yeah. You know, just there's plenty of amusing things in here, or finding out about necro paste, whatever that necromorph paste. Oh, what? Remember that's you. You're the one that mentioned it to me. The necromorph paste. There's so the humanity is so. In need of resources that they oh yeah the, the, the starch the necro starch necro starch it's basically starch. it's it's soylent green soylent green is people yeah um, that they with that a starch that the, like that the imperium is turning a starch protein from dead bodies from dead bodies and then feeding it to its its citizenry yeah yeah um, I don't know I don't even know where you read that but I it's totally I, I totally would believe it because it's yeah. the kind of grim dark thing that the imperium would do it's super gross um, yeah. I mean, there's the one that I'd have to read. I haven't read the story of Ferris Manus and Fulgrim because I know they had a, like a sort of relationship, and then there was the whole climactic battle at Istvan yeah. uh, drop site. Yeah. Um, I know he cut off Fulgrim cuts off uh, his head, Ferris Manus's head. head. Yeah, right. Uh, and then immediately, like he's possessed, kind of like by the sword that he's wielding, mm -hmm. demon sword, and then mm -hmm. he immediately sees, oh. I, oh God! Whatever. What have I done? Yeah, kind of a thing. I'd have to read that story. Maybe that. Maybe that. I haven't read that story either. Tug I, at my heartstrings. Did, did it really? I no. Maybe, I, no, it may, no. I'm saying it, it, oh, it, it might, might. It might do that. That's the sort of. It gets referenced a lot in the uh, Iron Hands Codex. Yeah, cause that's a big sticking point. Yeah, the, they're trying because I guess Ferris's um, downfall led was that he was overly emotional, emotional in some and kind so of a way, to, either during that confrontation or maybe his. His feelings for his brother yeah. got in the way of the fighting. I don't know something, but it was emotion that that, that did him in. So we have to, which is why the, we have to correct his mistake and right. And so we must rid our purge ourselves of emotion emotions. to be the pure, calculating machines of death and devastation for the emperor. Right. Cool. Which we'll find out. All right. So why don't we? Uh, so let's want to take a little break, and then when we get back, let's talk about that battle report. Let's yes. talk about the battle report between the merciless cold logicians of war the iron, iron hands, hands versus, versus the finest of humanity the astra militarum yes. when we return as ordered commencing attack none shall stop us we will crush the enemies of the imperium initiating attack protocol 23 for the glory of the imperium take and hold. okay we're back so let's go over our list iron hands versus astro militarum I'll, I'll start sure okay so i decided to take two uh, detachments this time i wanted oh. to get a little I wanted to bring in a Lord of War mm -hmm. and and still get a command point for doing it. So mm -hmm. so my first detachment is a standard battalion detachment led by Knight Commander Pask, and he's in a plasma cutioner. Okay. Plasma turret, plasma sponsons, last cannon up front, storm bolter, hunter killer missile, which I forget to use all the time. Um, <laughs> including this time. this time. That's Knight Commander Pask. Alongside him, my other HQ is a team. Tempester Prime, and he's got a plasma pistol. Mm -hmm. I got three infantry squads, all the same, each with one Voxcaster and a heavy weapons team consisting of a Laz cannon. So I got okay. three of those guys. My elites are a unit of Militarum Tempestus, the Militarum Tempestus Command Squad, okay. and they all have plasma guns. And then I have a Tech Priest Engine Seer. Um, I have an Armored Sentinel. With a Laz cannon. I've got the old reliable Basilisk. Then I take a Supreme Command Detachment, which gives me one additional command point. 
And, and for that, you need um, three HQs at a minimum. So I took a company commander because mm-hmm. I wanted to give orders. Yeah. And I have two primary psychers, uh, one with Night Shroud, um, which is a, a psychic, a basically defensive psychic power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I would use to make it harder for you to kill my Bane Blade. And then something called a psychic maelstrom, which is a psychic power that's unique to primary psychers. That um, let me explain how that power works. Mm-hmm. So if you make the, the the warp charge roll, you then roll a two on a two plus. You cause one mortal wound on okay. an enemy unit eighteen inches or closer. But it doesn't end there. <laughs> no, if you're successful at making that two plus uh, mortal wound roll. You roll a three plus, you in, you inflict another mortal wound, oh. and then you roll again, and you roll a four plus, another mortal wound, all the way until you get to six. That's yeah. So that's that the psychic maelstrom. Get, just, so I have so both nuts. of my psychers have that ability, right. and then my other psychers got something called a psychic barrier, which is again another defensive power for you know shielding your. Um, it adds one to your. It, uh, it, it it subtracts one from the two hit. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah okay that's good. That's a psychic barrier. And then I have a Bane Blade, right? A Bane Blade. Speaking of Bane Blades, yeah, there they are. Yeah, uh, 28 power level. We decided to play this at 75 power level. 75 power level, and that's over a third. Yeah, exactly. Over, over third, a third yeah. of my army is a Bane Blade. The Bane Blade. Right, okay. Cool. So that that is my, that's my army. Okay, right. describe yours. I also had two detachments. Uh, I didn't go for the Supreme Command detachment like you. I just went for uh, regular Super Heavy. But I have a battalion detachment with Iron Father Pharos. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of stuff. He's got Blessing of the Onesiah, so he can he can heal three uh, wounds from a vehicle just straight, as opposed to D3, like a normal tech marine. He's got the Rites of Tempering, which gives five plus invuln saves to nearby, um, to nearby infantry. Uh, he's got a Signum Array, which allows him to bestow two plus ballistic skill on a friendly iron hands unit which is nuts that's nuts two plus what are uh, so like every turn not once per battle he, he does this every turn start your starting your shooting phase start your shooting phase designate a unit and they get two unit. plus guess what two plus and it's not infantry it's a unit select one friendly iron hands unit wow there's some three inches of this model right Just stick them stick them next to something and uh yeah watch it go to work Yep. Um, he's got a, yeah, he's got a bunch of special weapons, like a special heavy bolter and a special, um, the harrow hand, yeah, the hair, the, um, Gorgon's wrath. That's, that's the heavy bolter. That's heavy bolter and a harrow hand, which is a, uh, close combat weapon. Right. Yeah. So got him, uh, got a librarian, a bog standard, no real add ons to him, uh, but he had two special powers from the new. Psychic Discipline. He had size Steel Armor, uh, which has a warp charge value of 6. You can select one friendly uh, Iron Hands unit within 12 inches, and at the start of, until the start of your next Psychic phase, uh, when an attack uh, resolves against that unit, uh, you add one to their saving throw. So just a little extra. Yeah, a little extra. Yeah, just a little extra sure. protection. You know, it's nice. And invuln saves aren't affected, though. Okay. No invuln saves. Okay. And reforge, which is basically just a warp charge value five um, healing for vehicles. D three okay. wounds healed. Right. Like sure. it's like it's like a on, honestly, you 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 just you'd want a tech brain. Tech brain would do it better. Right. Yeah. He's not as expensive as a psyker. And you'd and there's no chance of it, like of you Failing. not manifesting. Correct. You Correct. There's a chance of you. You know. Right. So it's a it, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Same powers, but same powers. I had one scout squad with three sniper rifles and a missile launcher. Uh, two tax squads, each with one las cannon. I had one inceptor squad. Teletoby, Teletoby's running around. Yep. With their assault bolters, which are just nuts. I had one squad of devastators with grav cannons and grav amps, and I put them. In something we haven't seen in a, a little while. In a long time. In a long time. Drop pod. Put them in drop pod. Put them in drop pod. The rules got changed so that drop pods can now come in turn one. You don't have to wait until turn two as mm-hmm. part of your normal reserves. Drop pods can come in turn one. Figured I would test it out. See what the uh, yep. heavy sure. weapons would yeah, do in it. That's good. Brought a thunderfire cannon. An old classic. Always great. Always just a consistent 
Yes, just a great unit. Reliable unit. Yeah. Exactly what you want. Now what you're going to get. Run another old friend that we haven't seen in a while. Stormtown Gunship. Oh, yeah. Yep. We always, we tend to go with one of the bigger ones, the Storm Raven or the uh, Fire Raptor. Right. And you went with the Storm the Stormtown because you, you thought I was going to, I might bring in a, a big horde army, right? Because you said you were going to do something unusual. I didn't know you were bringing a super heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so unusual in your mind meant either super tank, a lot of tanks or or a, a, like a horde of yeah, guardsmen. Horde. I, I I wanted to cover the options. Cover the bases. Have in the, All right. So how did you cover the tank bases? The tank base. Well, the yeah. tank base is covered by, by the 123 power level Spartan assault tank. <sighs> yeah. Quad las cannon, my friends. Two of them. Eight yeah. LAS cannon shots. shots every turn. Every turn. Yeah, the multi melts on top of that. A twin heavy bolter, which I didn't use. Yeah, you didn't need to. That. Yeah, yeah. It's a Forge World model. It's a big hunk of resin. Twenty five uh, infantry capacity. Right. Twenty five model capacity. Yeah, so it can carry your your Space Marines around. It can. Yeah, not Primaris though. No. Or, well. No, yeah, no, no! It can't. It can't. It can't. Can't fit Primaris. O- only vehicles that are designated as Primaris um, can carry Primaris. That's why they're selling repulsors. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the Spartan assault vehicle is pretty, pretty major. Pretty. And that's twenty-three power level, right? Twenty-three power level. Right. It's similar to your twenty-eight. Yes, to my Bane blade. So this is basically the battle of the Bane Blade versus the Spartan Assault Vehicle. Battle of the Super Heavy. <laughs> battle basically. of the Super Heavy is what it turned out to be. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is our first time playing Iron Hands. Yes. Now, and I'm normally the Iron Hands player. You're the normal Iron Hands guy. But I really wanted to fight against the Iron Hands because, you know, I've been hearing all this stuff about how the meta's now been twisted around the new Iron Hand rules. And, and all the little toys and gifts that the Iron Hands got in the new Codex made me think that this is going to be a really tough army. Okay. Right? I mean, apart from their normal six up, feel no pain, right? Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. like all the, all the little, the, the psychic powers and the auras and the buffs and yes. the special character. The, for the first time, this this guy has been turned into a special character. Yeah, the Pharaoh, Iron, Iron Hand Pharaohs. Iron Father, Pharaohs, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, made me think that this is going to be really tough. Now, they've been scaled back a little bit because there was an FAQ. It was an FAQ that they was could issued. put out pretty quickly because they were like, what, a 70% win rate or something crazy. Yeah, reported. and and like, the, yeah, it suddenly tanks had invuln saves. Yeah, tanks had invuln saves. So it was like, it was, the strategy was like, what, three repulsor tanks. Uh, you had like Pharaohs <laughs> right. and like a librarian or a tech marine or something right. behind them. And then Pharaohs' aura would give everybody like an invuln save. Yeah, and they would just be able to point right. and shoot. And the other thing is that the uh, with the Iron Hands, that um, for vehicles, it, it was like, twice as many wounds in order to start reducing their you know yeah. characteristics it's crazy so so they were super hard to you know to, hurt to, the to vehicles damage, to, to damage the vehicles and yeah. you know cripple their, their abilities uh and especially if they were protected by this invulnerable but the invulnerable got nerfed it yeah. got nerfed so that's gone right but it doesn't matter because Aaron Hand still have a lot of tricks at brisk sleeves they do have a lot of tricks up their mechanical but you didn't, and you didn't want to use those tricks what you, didn't, you didn't want to use those tricks what do you mean I didn't want to use them? I mean, you didn't want to play those tricks. Why didn't you want to? Why didn't you want to play them? Why well, didn't I, I wanted you to play them? Okay. But I wanted to. I wanted to fight against them and see what it was like. See what it was like to fight against. To them. fight against. Okay, you wanted the experience. I wanted the experience the of taking on yes the the current meta busting cheese mongers that are well, we, the Iron Hands. We didn't have. And I love the Iron Hands. I have all Iron Hands. I've been playing Iron, Iron Hands, Hands for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Blood Angels and Iron Hands are my two Space Marine Those are your guys. You know, armies. Those are your guys. Right. Uh, and we didn't we didn't necessarily have the quite the meta busting specific units. No, we don't have repulsors. The, the repulsors. We didn't have the repulsors when they're those. I mean, they're just big gunships. But we had, we had to approximate. So right, looked, which is I, why you took the Spartan Assault. Which is why I took vehicle. the Spartan Assault tank. Uh, yeah. I looked up some strategies uh, yeah. to get me myself some ideas. Yeah. And I guess we'll go into the game now. Okay, so we're going to the game. So 75 power level, um, we decided to, let, as always, we let fate decide how we're going to play, which version of the game we're going to play. Yep. And in this case, it turned out that it was going to be a um, Maelstrom of War mission from the 2018 chapter approved Proof. book. Mm-hmm. And it was called, uh, what, Cascading... Tactical Cascade, I Tactical think. Cascade. And in it, you took your, your deck, your tactical deck, and you eliminated six objectives you didn't want. <laughs> so already you're making the deck a little bit more favorable to yeah, you. Yeah. 
right? You start off with two tactical objectives that you pick. That you pick. That you pick. And then you, in order to continue playing that, every time you achieved a tactical objective. You got two more. You got two more tactical objectives every turn. Yeah. Right. Uh, but you can, only, you can have a maximum of, of six at any one time. Six at any one time. And uh, if you, there's, there was a t- twist there, though, with the points. Yeah. And that if you had, for every three that you have that have gone unachieved. At the end of the game. At the end of the game. If you had tactical objectives still in your hand. Yeah. For every three that you had not yet achieved, you lost a victory point. You lost a victory point. Right. So you were adding victory points for all the tactics that you, or all the, all the um, missions, oh, sorry, the objectives that you reached. Yeah. But you could possibly lose them if you had too many unachieved ones at the end. Mm-hmm. The game ended as normal, you know, turn five, you roll for turn six, and you roll if there's a turn seven. Or mm-hmm. if one of the combatants had achieved 25, 25 objectives. Which I don't even know how you do that. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, you exactly. have to start scoring objectives left like and right quick. And have to well, I guess scoring. it's possible because you, you're, you're sort of, you know, finessing your, your own decks. And so, you know, you can yeah. play your strengths too, but nonetheless, still. Yeah. So, yeah a little wild. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, in the roll off, you, I decided I won the roll off to go first. So I started, I'm hoping to, um, to start, um, deploying first. So I started deploying first. because I had the slightly bigger army. Um, mm-hmm. I, I put my Tempester Prime and my Tempesters into reserve. But yes. apart from that, uh, the rest of my army was on the field. The The Bane Blade mm-hmm. um, was out in the open, ready to take on all the comers. I hid Pask's tank. Yes. I hid him uh, behind terrain, and I hid the armored uh, Sentinel behind terrain, and I had all my guard units, all my individual guardsmen, up in elevated positions all within Voxcaster reach of yeah. each other so that my company commander would be able to issue orders. And he had superior tactical training, so he was able to um, basically issue two orders, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even more. So it was it, it was a very... I had uh, crossing fields of fire with orders being able to be given to everybody, which is great. Yeah, so and they're, they were, I, I chose Cadians as my guys, so they yeah. were able to re-roll ones, and if you chose the take aim order they would be able to re-roll their hits it was all very uh well thought through yes it was it was well thought through on paper it was well thought through yeah, it was well thought through yeah yeah everyone's been ranked up each other it's all nice yeah um i my inceptors were in reserve and my drop pod uh devastators were in reserve uh, everyone else out in the field spartan assault tank out in the open uh with the uh pharos uh but right behind him as well as a librarian Give them those buffs. Uh, my Marines were in a similar situation. Uh, my Scouts were in a very elevated position, top of the chapel. Um, my Storm uh, my storm Talon uh, had a direct line up to your Basilisk. Uh, my two tax squads were both in uh, cover. One was in like a little bunker, the other was in more uh, a building. Uh, my Thunderfire Cannon was tucked, hidden. Uh, right into the corner of a building. Uh, so he couldn't really get shot at. Um, and I believe that was it for my deployment. Yes. Yeah. Um, did you talk about your storm talent? Yes, it had a, okay. a clear line up to your basilisk. Right, right. Okay, so I said at the beginning of this, of this battle mm-hmm. that whoever got to go first was going to win. Yes, you did. Because we each had... Just a ton of firepower. We had too much firepower. <laughs> I was unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The planet was not going to survive this engagement. No. But we didn't care. We didn't care. We just went for it anyway. Right. Why not? And, um, well, let's see if that played out. So you won the I, roll off. I won roll off. Yeah. So you got to go first. So tell us about uh, turn one for you. Turn one. Uh, <laughs> turn one. Storm Talon. Uh, accelerates it right up to your basilisk, because um, I figure uh, I've got some pretty decent strength weaponry, so I figure why not try to go for it? It's open topped, probably not that hard hardy. It's it's only toughness six. Only toughness six. And and you, I have strength six. The strength six uh, auto cannons. The auto cannons, yeah. Strength six, it's great. And with the typhoon missile launcher. Uh, assault. You had no. You had your assault cannons. Yeah, assault cannons and a typhoon missile launcher. Oh right, right. 
Um, Spartan Assault Tank moved up a little bit just to get a good, a better angle on the Bane Blade and mm. to get next to an objective in case I needed to. Right. Uh, Drop Pod shows up uh, right on, <laughs> right next to, right next to Pask's corner. I'll say. Mm -hmm. uh, they show up. They grab an objective. They're in a little bunker now. All the devastators. All the, the heavy, devastators. The heavy grab their, devastators with, with their, their little armorium cherub. With their little armorium cherub, yep. A little baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. <laughs> we, never, we didn't talk about... <laughs> we, no, we didn't talk about we didn't Mandalorian. Talk about no, we didn't. <laughs> we have not. That's okay. <laughs> right. Next time. Next time. And then I started shooting. Storm Talon. Storm Talon uh, did good work. Um, he's actually surprisingly effective against armor, depend like light armor. I right, would say, right? He's good against light armor, and he's great at shredding infantry. Um, so we put on some wounds there. You put four wounds on the basilisk right away with the storm town, which is a little surprising because I thought of that as really an infantry killer. But as you as you pointed out, with strength six um, assault assault uh, uh, can not a can more assault cannons. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to do good work against oh. toughness six. And oh. plus the um, Devastator, the Devastator Doctrines. Okay. Devastator <coughs> Doctrines put out all heavy weapons just throughout the yeah. army. Yeah, let's let's talk about that because yes. this is inherent to all Space Marines. They all have these different doctrines now. And the Devastator Doctrine, which is ridiculous well, if, to start with. Cause heavy weapons, not, you don't get a you don't get a penalty for moving. No, 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 that's 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 an iron hands thing specifically. Oh, it's an iron Devastator hand. Devastator Doctrines okay. by themselves, okay. all they do is add AP minus one to your <clears> heavy <throat> weapons. They add an extra AP value. That's it. What what about and reroll ones on the wounds? No. None no. of that. That what that that's that's all iron hands. As oh, long as wow. as long as you when you I think that's I think it's uh, as long as you have Devastator Doctrines on or something. Maybe not even that. Um, you get uh, to reroll ones uh, to to wound, I think. Reroll ones to wound, um, and you don't get penalties for moving and firing your heavy weapons. Okay, that's that's those are iron hands. That's iron hands. That that last part is iron hand specific. Both okay. of those last parts are iron hand specific. Okay, it's the AP extra AP minus one um, applying army wide. Right. So not got, not just infantry, all units. I've got no reason. Heavy weapons. I've got no reason to switch. <laughs> why, why do I need to switch? I got all these vehicles with all these heavy weapons mounted on them. I don't need to switch. Extra right. AP. You're you guys are in cover. Right. This right. is great. Yeah. Exactly what I want. And you put on your little um your your little cover army wide cover. Oh yeah, cover I did. Safe. I did the. Uh, the I used my two command points at the beginning because yeah. I wanted to um, do the shroud on the. On the army, so, yeah. yeah, which is supposedly there to prevent alpha strikes, just like the one that the Devastator Doctrine will ensure we'll it will ensure, will ensure that will happen. Yeah, yeah. So, like Thunder Fire Cannon, a extra AP. Uh, Storm Talon, extra AP. Spartan Assault Tank, extra AP. Devastators, extra AP. Yeah. Last cannons in your tax squads, extra AP. So, so, what was the result of all this? What was the the result was. The basilisk went down. Yeah, it went down to Storm Talon fire. It went down to I, I believe it was the uh, Thunderfire fire. Yeah, Thunderfire cannon. Thunderfire yep. cannon. Yep. Um, and I think the missile might have finished it. Was it a missile? Crack it might have been. It might have been a crack missile from your Space Marines. Yeah, that was the basilisk. The Bane blade. The Bane blade. Spartan Spartan assault tank walks up. It lines up eight. Two plus ballistic skill shots at extra AP, AP minus four, <laughs> AP D6 minus four. damage each. <laughs> right. 19. You put 19 wounds on the Bane Blade. 19 wounds. Just with that. Just uh, with that. Just with the Spartan, yeah. Just with that. Yeah. Uh, Devastators. Yeah. Devastators. One of them gets a two plus, so, so one of them gets a, one of the models get a two plus uh, ballistic skill. Because of the Signum. Signum. Yep. Uh, the little baby. Yeah. Baby Cherub. Yeah, Baby Yoda. Oh, I was one of them to fire twice. Yep. And that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. And so the Bane, and the Bane, and, and actually I'd rolled the, uh, on the explosion. Uh, yes, you rolled on the I explosion. Rolled, I rolled on explosion and it actually, it would have exploded, but but I used one of my command points to, yeah. to stop that because that would have that been, been, that been the end of the game, right, the game right then and there. Right there. So two, my, so my basilisk, my two biggest, heaviest hitters on my team, my basilisk and my Bane blade. Disappear. Yeah. For like over like 34 points or something, just Gone, gone in that first turn done just as i predicted whoever, had the whoever first, goes first whoever goes first game. right 
So I what I've got left, I've got Pask in the tank. Yeah. I've got an armored sentinel. I have three uh, three units of guardsmen with las cannons. Yeah. Right. I've got two psychers and a company commander. And then a tech engine seer was like, now what? Yeah, now I got. <laughs> I got no job now. I guess pass over there. I guess I'll. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll make a run for pass. But so um, I knew that it was over at this point. But I just wanted to see what would happen. So um, so I played it out. So what ended up happening is uh, a combination of Pask and uh, his last cannon on his tank, as well as I think another last cannon from was the guardsman, ended up putting eleven wounds on the Spartan. Uh, you fired like full plasma shots into the uh, Spartan assault tank, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsons and the sponsons. I, I had sponsons, uh, plasma sponsons, all overcharged, of course. Yeah. Right, because they're Cadian, so they get the rerolls. rerolls. Yeah, I had rerolls, no so it was fine. Right. So, um, so I ended up putting eleven. So even without my heavy hitters. Yeah. Right. I still ended up putting eleven wounds on the on the Spartan assault tank. Over. Half? If I had had. A bane blade or a basilisk. Yeah, it would have been gone. It would have been gone. It would have been gone. Done. So yeah. So if I'd gone, so the uh, uh, you know imperial guards had gone first, and um, it, it would have been telling a different story. But it turns out that um, eleven doesn't really do enough damage. Mm-mm-mm. No. So I all everybody just fired it at the um, at the um, Spartan, and we got eleven wounds. And I think that was pretty much all I did. I was able to get two objectives. I, I was holding an objective. Uh, objective two, and then I was able to manifest the psychic power, yeah. which was the defensive power to protect one of my units. But um, so I was able to achieve objectives. But you know, I knew that I wasn't long for this planet. All right, your turn. Your turn too. Um, I I had also achieved two objectives on my previous turn. It was just holding down two objectives that I was sitting on. Right. Already. Um, so I was able to generate more Teletubbies, interceptors, inceptors show up. Uh, they show up on a crate. Because uh, I want the objective on a cargo container. On a cargo container, uh, because I want the objective that uh, one of your Imperial Guard squads is sitting on. Yep. Um, it, the squad had already been kind of whittled down by some sniper fire, and it just uh, if it the Inceptors do some damage, but they don't kill it. <laughs> and since the Spartan assault tank at this point, the Spartan assault tank doesn't really have a lot to fire at. Uh, my Storm Talon. Uh, took like a hard right turn, went up to your sentinel. Uh, yeah, and killed the sentinel. Can't kill the sentinel. Right. You killed one of my devastators. You did. You didn't mention that you killed one of my devastators. Oh, uh, well, that w- I did, had killed one of your devastators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the previous turn. I, th- I think he went down to to last gunfire. To last gunfire. Yeah. Right. The guardsman. Um, my Spartan assault thing didn't have much to fire at, so it just finished off one of the squads of uh, of guardsmen. Of guardsmen. I then. Use the remaining the remaining devastators uh, shot up uh, your Pask side uh, guardsman since I couldn't fire Pask because he's a character which is tank characters crazy mm. uh, useful yeah but they wiped those guys out yep so at this point I'm looking at Pask yeah I'm, I'm looking at I'm down to I'm down to one unit of guardsmen I'm looking at a two psychers yeah two psychers I'm looking at your I got company you. commander company commander and Pask. Pet, yeah, and and, and your uh, tech guy. Oh, my tech engine's here. Your tech engine's here. But it, it's because it is my turn too. It's your turn. In reserve, in come the the scions. Scions, the boys. The boys. The boys. <laughs> so the, so the boys have a have a checkered history here. <laughs> For the first like yeah. I don't know the first year of playing them, they would always like blow themselves up. They would show up, or they would miss, miss, and then they would just get massacred in the, in the following turn. It would be embarrassing. But lately, they've been redeeming themselves, and so this yes. time they came in. They came in behind the thunderfire cannon, yeah, um, and came in and just destroyed the thunderfire cannon with plasma fire. So they were able to do that. They were able to do that. Go tempestus science. Go science. Yeah, I mean, and that's what science are good for. They're 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 kind of a suicide squad. You send them in the backfield to. Yeah. You know, go after a heavy target, whether it's infantry or tanks, uh, knowing that they're probably just going to get massacred in the turn after that because they don't really have a lot of defense after that. But they're really effective when you give them meltas or give them um, plasma. In this case, plasma, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I was going to use them to objective grab or you know kill some of your maybe characters back there. But hey, I'll take a thunderfire cannon. Sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and and so and then I still I I just tried firing everything I had left yeah. at the. Um, at the devastators. Well, what I, actually what happened was that one of my one of my psychers takes aim at uh, your devastators and he mm-hmm. unleashes psychic maelstrom at them. Yep. 
just and psychic maelstrom just wipes them out. Mortal wounds. <laughs> just issues Mortal four mortal wounds, wounds onto the devastators. Um, and just watched their head just explode from a distance. <laughs> it's this crazy guard psyker. And I had just painted this guy too. Yeah. He was like this little like random weird mask wearing like gas mask wearing psyker that I had sort of cobbled together. No. Yeah. There's a no new model syndrome for him. No. He came in and he wiped out devastated all whole unit of devastators his first turnout. Crazy. So that was a little bit of a moral victory. That was a moral victory. Um, I, I, you know, Pask fired again at the at the spartan it, it doing very little damage you, I healed, you had you had healed it back up using a combination of psychic shenanigans to and, uh, 14 i believe yeah and your iron father to Fearless. yeah back back to 14 wounds from yeah. 20 you know from original 20. so i knew that it was no way i was going to win because i had i had one unit of guardsmen i had two psychers and i had i had pask yeah. um so with that i at the end of my turn i i conceded because I, I wasn't going to win um, sure. So it it was all over by the end of turn two. Yeah. Really quick. One of the quickest games we had in a while. Yes. Yes. And it was really, it was two super we, heavies facing each other. And whoever was going to destroy the other one was going to win. Yeah. That was pretty much it. It was whoever yeah. got first. Whoever, whoever came first. Right. Whoever. Even uh, even if you hadn't killed the Basilisk, then that, that still would have given me a little bit of a shot. Yeah. But the fact that both went in that Down first turn. That first turn. Yeah. Was there, was no, I, there was no coming back from that. It's crazy. Yeah. Having to come, yeah, having to deal with that. Yeah, um, last cannons on guardsmen is yeah, it's a fifty-fifty proposition. Yeah, even with rerolls, it's not uh, ideal. Yeah, not 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 great. So, anyway, it was it was fun to the to the extent that you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to see who's gonna yeah, <laughs> who's gonna the, get that first roll that first, that, roll, that first turn gonna... uh but after after you roll that i'm like oh, this is not gonna yeah, go well is, for the guardsman i think this is sort of the, the right end. i was very impressed with the devastator doctrine devastator doctrine made it all the difference because oh, you know that extra ap deduction just wreaks havoc especially with an army like guard you know yeah i mean the just, best you can hope for is three up on the tanks but normally you're dealing with a five up you know, with uh, guard armor, you're just, yeah, it's just shredding through everything. I yeah, mean, devastator doctrine is 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 crazy. So even in our, even in like cover, you weren't something. I, even I don't know it. how you justify that as you know, like you just you've just completely amped up space marines in a huge. I don't. Huge yeah, way. I don't. Uh, I don't really understand the whole. Well, I, right now, iron hands well. are like are crushing things. Of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, the are. whole iron hands, even with repulsors, you know, iron father. You know, with the repulsor list is just crushing things. I, I can imagine. It's just, it, your just armor is relevant all of a sudden. Yeah, your last cannons are now firing at AP minus four. <laughs> right? Everywhere 48 you go. inches. At 48, 48 inches. inches. Right. So, you know, a Devastator team, Centur Centurions with last cannons. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think Centurions are back as a result. Iron, yeah, Iron Hand Centurions. Centurions are back? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. They're definitely back. Of course, yeah, because now you can just hold them up in like a piece of terrain and just walk Oh, yeah, so, so they're already normally two up. Yeah. And they can have that extra... That you extra, know, cover that extra cover save, and, and they've got the uh, the feel no pain, the feel no pain going on, right? And they have three wounds each. We roll ones, we roll ones. Yeah, it's just insane. Yeah, Wild. so Wild. Iron, Iron Hands are really good, is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. you know, you if you play know. Space Marines, then you should just you know, even if you're not painting like Iron Hands, just call them a successor chapter. Just <laughs> say, convert yeah. to Iron Hands right now. Are they Iron Hands? Yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. based on the rules yeah. I've seen for Sisters of Battle, and I haven't played them, obviously, and we haven't seen the codex yet officially, but just the leaks. Iron Hands versus Sisters, I'll take Iron Hands. Oh, Litany's of Faith ain't good. Litany's of Faith versus my AP minus world ASCAT. <laughs> I want to see who's going to... Right, right. Who's going to win that come, one? Come out on top there. Right. Yeah. I still want Sisters, but whatever. Those Sisters that look cool. Yeah, because they look cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that it was a it was a short but fun game. Short but fun game. Uh, and I'm glad we I'm glad we tried a a game that was one from the chapter approved. Yeah, we haven't used that book in a while. So no. That so was, that was that was good. That was good. That was good. So anyway, that that's our episode for today. Uh, it just proves that iron. Yes, iron hands are great. Iron hands if you didn't know, in case you were, hadn't hands. heard. Yes, iron hands are great. Uh, already. <laughs> I don't now, know if you now know we, this. we've 
we've, we've proven here with our own New information. little experiment. Never heard this. All right. If you want to reach us, you can always send us an email. We are the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com. That's the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page. We have a few photos from today's battle. So please go visit us there. Leave a comment, say hi, you know, all that stuff. Um, we are going to see if we can challenge the Iron Hands with some other armies in the near future. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. With that, uh, that ends this episode of the Eye of Terror. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys soon. Mm-hmm.